Welcome to Behind the Mirror, a place where students in an online program can have the experience of sitting behind the one-way mirror with a professor and learning all the little things you can only learn through that idle chatter. Um, today I have therapy client, blogger, and influencer, Catherine Sneed. The first part of our talk was really, really insightful because Catherine talked a lot about her own experience as a client in therapy, something that I think us as therapists just don't hear um, enough about. The second part is about her advice and experience as an influencer. Um, both, of the, both of these parts were just really, really fascinating. Unfortunately, the first part is deleted. Somehow it did not record. So all we have is the second half. Um, and even with that second half, if you're a therapist who's trying to get into the private practice world, if that is your new game, I think that you will find her insight into how to build your platform and how to draw people in um, insightful for you. So without further ado, Catherine Sneed. So Catherine, one of the things I think that's also really cool about you is that you're also an influencer. Like your blog is kind of a big deal. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't feel like I, I'm not like the, I don't know. There's tons of people much, much bigger than me, but. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're like no Tim Ferriss, but you're also like, you know, leagues, leagues above Jordan Harris in terms of like social media. Yeah. 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 <laughs> How did that happen? Oh gosh. Um, I don't even know. <laughs> I think, I think originally just writing, writing from the heart and I just read, like I taught myself how to do everything, like how to market, how to do social media, all of it. Like I just read how to do it and then it just came naturally. But, um, I think it was in 2000, gosh. 2011 2012 I was growing and I switched from blogger to WordPress and that was when everything kind of really exploded also when Pinterest came out um, big on Pinterest <laughs> um, that really exploded my traffic too yeah so so how did the shift from blogger to WordPress change things so when you switch, so, okay, so there's a wordpress.com and there's wordpress.org. So wordpress.org is a self-hosted site. So it basically tells Google that you're professional, <laughs> more professional. And WordPress also, I don't know how or why, but I think it's just the indexing, but it, it allow it's very search engine friendly. So it allows you to get more traffic. So like within a few months, I saw an increase just from switching. Um, yeah, I can't really explain it, but yeah. WordPress.org uh, is the only one I would uh, ever, <laughs> ever recommend. And I've been on that since 2012, I think. And that's a subscription-based deal. Um. Or you pay monthly or yearly or something? No. So well, okay. So I don't think you pay. I'm trying to remember. Oh my gosh. So you pay for like the themes that you have on your like the design and all that. 
Um, I don't think we, I pay anything. You're paying for your host, but that's not WordPress. So WordPress, um, I, I, I'm not a designer, so I'm not like, not sure. I just know that like, so I pay a host a monthly fee and a, for domains so that I can own singingthroughtherain.com, singingthroughtherain.net. Um, and those are monthly, but I don't pay WordPress anything. So I would say the other thing is, is if you're, if you want to be professional, you've got to look professional. So I waited until I had money to actually hire a designer because I was like, you might as well go all in. (laughs) So, um, of course I've changed my design like a bunch of times, but you know, if you want to look nice, because it really does matter what your website looks like. And people take that and be like, believe it or not, even as a therapist, I don't know if you have like, a, you know, a website, but people make choices based on what people's websites look like, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Now, um, and you're also big on Pinterest? I mean, so the three main ones that... I've always loved where um, Facebook first, um, Pinterest. Uh, took me a while to get into Twitter, but um, I like I like Twitter because it's big in the influencer. But I don't get very many like page views. But I do. I, I mean, I have found readers and stuff on Twitter. Um, and then I very begrudgingly. Um, got an Instagram at some point after I, I realized I'm not going to be able to make any money if I don't get an Instagram because <laughs> so many of the, well, for a while, you know, it wasn't, it was just for family and friends. And then, um, the opportunities that came to me, like, was like, well, you have to have an Instagram. What's the link? How many followers? And I was like, I guess I have to start one. So I did. <laughs> Because a lot of times the opportunities that come, it comes in like a package deal. So like we'll pay you to post on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So I had to have an Instagram. Yeah. I I asked some of these questions and I would love to get your feedback. Because something that I've noticed is that for therapists to do well in this field, you almost by default have to be an influencer. Because when people show up in therapy... They don't show up because you belong to so-and-so agency. They show up because they believe in you or it's because they have borrowed trust from someone who believes right. in you. Um, and so I don't think that there's an, like a one-to-one deal. You know, if you're there, but you don't have to be a blogger. But it does seem evident to me that a lot of the same ways of promoting yourself and getting yourself out there and getting um, – I want to say your vision or your story, but that's not quite what I want to say, but, but making people see you so that they can come to you and know who you are mirrors a lot of what influencers do. Yeah. Um, I think you're right. I, I guess it depends on, cause you know, some therapists probably have, have written books and have, well, it's your, it's branding. I mean, if you want to have a lot of clients, you have to be, you have to make yourself a brand (laughs) to sell yourself. So, and then obviously a website 
and social media comes with all that. So I, I feel like it would be more branding, like you're branding yourself. This is what I offer. This is what I do. And then everything else kind of comes with that. Mm-hmm. So, and I think, I think that that's, a, that's something that someone who's in your situation says <laughs> with a lot more eloquence than someone like me who has had all the schooling but right. no one told us when you get out, if you actually want people to come to you, you have mm-hmm. to be a brand. Like no one said that. Right. Um, so. Well, and the world is, is changing so fast. So, I mean, I don't know when you went to school, but I mean. Last year. I just. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, they should be telling. But yeah. But I was going to say years ago, I'm sure no one imagined. But I mean, I'm sure you, people. and th- I mean, my therapist doesn't have personal brand. So I think it just depends, but she's been doing it for years. So she has a large clientele basis and word of mouth works. I don't think she has to do any advertising. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's just, it depends. What are some like basics of branding that you feel like people miss? Oh gosh, I'm not a branding expert. Um, well, get more specific, like for for your field, like what what should people be even, doing? Even in, in in your field, I mean, I think people do a really good. I think people like you do a really good job of drawing people in. And I think the first thing I, I I wonder is how do you even begin to do that? Just because you have a blog up doesn't mean that people are going to find you. <laughs> oh gosh, I tell people that all the time. I get so many messages and emails. I want to start a blog. What do I do? And I'm like, you can't just start a blog and like watch people roll in. It's not how it works. So it's a lot of self-promotion and some people don't like that. They don't want to self-promote themselves. And I'm like, well, you have to. (laughs) Like nobody's going to just come find you by accident. Um, So it's social media. that's yeah. Um, I would say for, for therapists, like I think people would want to put a name to a picture before they go in. So having a nice, a professional picture, um, and a short bio about themselves, not necessarily, I don't know with, with the biographies, I I like to see professional and a bit of personal because then it, it gives people something to relate to. So if somebody on their bio it says, you know, I went to school and I have this degree, blah, blah, blah. But then they said, and I, and I love, I don't know, like I love coffee and I drink coffee every day. Like that just gave me something to relate to them. Cause I'm like, I love coffee. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And then it makes, it makes people more interested finding those. Um, I can't think of the word similarities. Like, oh, well, I, I've connected with this person before I've even met them. Let's, let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you, so, and you, I think that you're talking, I think that you're, that you're spot on. Most people don't like self-promoting. It feels, um, mm-hmm. feels weird. Maybe because we've seen too many politicians who just, you know, lie. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> lies. Um, I don't feel like it's self I don't know. Like, believe it or not, like I used, I, and still am sometimes like I was really shy, but like when it came to writing, like 
if I'm going to write, somebody has to read it. So of course I would share. So it didn't, it didn't feel like self-promotion, but that's what people call it. They're like, Oh, I don't want to self-promote. Well, how are people going to know? And where, where would you self-promote? Obviously Facebook. Um, personal Facebook, Facebook page, email. Oh gosh. I mean, it's in the beginning, we didn't, you know, it was much different. So in 2009, the way to self-promote was you read other people's blogs and you commented and you read a lot and you commented a lot and then you, you have relationships. So they come and they read your posts and, um, and then Facebook, you know, obviously my personal friends, family, um, and then just kind of growing from there. Yeah. So being involved in those communities, right? First of all, in your personal communities, mm-hmm. make sure people in your personal community knew what you were doing, knew that you were writing, knew that you were, um, it's always hard in the beginning because people, yeah. I, so many people have tried to help. They give up after a few weeks. They're like, Oh, no one's coming. Well, mm-hmm. it, it takes time. It's not just going to happen. And you've got to put, people don't realize how much work it takes. Yeah. Like, they're like, Oh, you just write and like money rolls in. No, it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. So, but they don't really understand that. So, I mean, you've got to, you've got to make relationships with other people in the same industry. So yeah, yeah I mean, influences it, other bloggers, other families. It, it reminds me of like, when you hear about therapists talking about building a referral base, <laughs> like other people that do what you do need to know who you are and then right. their readers find you. And yeah. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Is there a resource or something that you would say, hey, if you want to dedicate a year to this, start here? Um, mm-hmm. Let me think. <laughs> so I, I hate to separate it, but having – so I for a, t- for a time period, and I still do, I did um, social media marketing for both bloggers and businesses. Um, and the thing is, is that it can be very, it's the same, but it's different because um, there's so many groups for bloggers, like share your post and promote, blah, 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 but not so much for businesses. So how are they supposed to promote themselves? Um, what was the original question? I'm so sorry. <laughs> A resource that, that you would recommend oh, for right. people to dedicate you know, a year and begin to build their, their platform. So for businesses, um, well, and I think it's more relevant for individual, for, um, okay. individuals because, okay. because people don't go to therapy for a business. They go for that person who they think is going to be able to help them. So, um, if you're going to write, you gotta, in the beginning, at least, well, I used to write every day. I don't now, but in the beginning, at least three times a week, you've got to publish some type of content. You've got to have content and you've got to update it. Otherwise, Google says, oh, that site is not really worthwhile because it's not updating their content. Um, you have to update it? <laughs> like, sorry, update is in publishing new content, yeah. like a new article, a new post. Um, 
new new content on the website. Gotcha. Um, something. So Google looks for valuable content, and if if a website isn't valuable, then Google, it, you know, they slide back in their rankings. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the second thing would be. Um, just trying to think. Gosh, I'm like torn because I would think Facebook, absolutely. Um, people, people are like, oh, you know, because they, you have this, uh, what is it? Sorry, my thoughts. Um, the Facebook timeline, you know, what you read every day when you're scrolling through. Um, they're always making changes to it and so many people are frustrated and you know what I'm like if if you know if you can't be frustrated with it you got to keep using it because it's huge um, but then the other thing is you can't always rely on social media because of all the changes so the third thing would be search engine optimization I mean like I said I have uh, content going back to 2009 and I've just gone back through and updated and put in key, you know, with the search engine. I mean, and like recently I haven't logged in a while, but I have 50 to a hundred thousand hits coming in from older content. People find it when they Google or on Pinterest or so I've kind of been able to build that because I've had so much content and it's easily, found in search engines. Yeah. I think that what you're talking about is something that, um, I've, I've, uh, I heard of something that therapists need to do. Someone told me that therapists need to have a newsletter mm-hmm. or a blog that they send out to their clients. Anybody who's been a client of theirs gets this. What that does is that that helps people to find you later on if they need you. Mm-hmm. And it also helps them if they're having coffee with a friend and the friend says, hey, I've been having a really, really rough time because they just got your email. Mm-hmm. You're in the back of their mind and they think, oh, well, my therapist can help them even though I haven't seen them in a year. Right. Um, and so it sounds like, you know, the, the push to stay um, Stay relevant. in the forefront. To, yeah, to stay <laughs> relevant. Yep. Exactly. Um, not a personally hate email newsletters, but that is just me. Most influencers swear by them. I I have one, um, and it works for a lot of people. But personally, I'm like, I hate it. <laughs> it's just not my thing. Um, again, I'm all Facebook person. Like if you, in my world, if you want to be relevant, then you're in my newsfeed and you know how to stay in my newsfeed, no matter what changes come to Facebook. And if somebody says, Oh, you know, you're with coffee with a friend, I'm going to get on Facebook and be like, here's their page. But that's me. I don't know. I mean, if the majority of people do that, but I do. (laughs) So Um, how do how, how, I mean, it's not like you've learned how to stay on people's pages. How do you, how do other people learn that? So I actually stopped doing some of that social media um, management because people did not, they didn't like my methods, but it worked. Um, 
to stay relevant, you got to post a lot. And people are like, but I don't want to post too many times. Well, I can't guarantee you the numbers unless we do what has worked. Um, so finding, a, I used to, I used to swear by posting on Facebook six times a day. Um, but what I've realized is it's not really, not necessarily the amount, it's more the consistency. So right now, um, with a charter school I work for uh, doing their social media, I have scheduled posts going out three times a day and it's the same times every day. And that consistency, I mean, you're going to have, I mean, some posts aren't as popular as others, but actually I just, um, did their marketing update so they knew what was going on. And since April, they've grown by over 1300 Facebook page likes. Wow. So that was just me posting three times a day. <laughs> wow. But so many people are like, well, I won't only want to post like once a week. And I'm like, no it's one's going to find you. It's not, yeah. it's not going to work. Yeah. Because people, because of the Facebook feed, the smart feed, that's the word I was looking for. Um, people don't see every single post from every single person in page. So if you post multiple times, they're bound to see at least one. They're not going to see them all, but they're going to see one. And Google's going to show them to them because it, the more content you have going out, the more uh, people are liking. And the more people are liking and seeing those, the more reach you get. And it's just a cycle. So, yeah. So if you only post a week, then it's not going to get shown to anyone because it's not, it's not popular, no. you know? I don't know. And is there a way to automate, to automate that? Oh, absolutely. There, um, there are tons and tons of sites and programs out there you can automate, but, um, uh, from what everything I've learned in courses and I finally caved in and it's basically just, uh, scheduling via Facebook. Um, not everybody likes to do that, but Facebook likes Facebook. So <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, if you upload a video to Facebook versus sharing a YouTube video, Facebook will hide the reach on YouTube. But if you upload to Facebook, they will reward you, and you will get lots of views because Facebook loves Facebook. So yeah. <laughs> um, it just kind of depends. You can use an, an outside program to schedule posts if it's easier, but Facebook loves Facebook, and mm. they reward the posts that are scheduled using their program. <laughs> See, I didn't even know you could schedule stuff on Facebook. Yeah, I didn't either. So when you, before you click publish, there's a little arrow and it's a drop down menu and you just click schedule. So I, you can schedule out months ahead. If you, <laughs> I don't have time for that, but I, yeah, I schedule post weeks. I don't have time. People used to think I used to get in trouble because people would be like, what do you do with your kids? Why are you on Facebook so much? I'm not. I schedule these a week out. I'm not on Facebook that often. <laughs> like people thought I was like abandoning my kids, and I'm like, dude, uh, no, these are scheduled. Yeah. You can sit down and in an hour have like a week's post go, you know, scheduled, and you're done. <laughs> I mean, you still check during the week for responses, but the actual content is done. Can you do the same on uh, Twitter? Um. 
yes. I don't remember how, no. but, um, so it just depends, but for WordPress has a plugin and it's called co-schedule that I happen to use. Um, and you can, in one calendar schedule, Pinterest, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of it. Um, mm. but again, sometimes it's easier to, uh, to do it separately. Yeah. But like Pinterest, I have um, Tailwind. That's a scheduler. And um, that's amazing. I love that. And then Twitter. So I don't schedule tweets. I have a plugin that cycles them so that, you know, if I have a blog post that I updated from five years ago, but I updated it with relevant content, I still want it to go out. So I, you can set parameters and it will cycle through. Um, and you can even set like the title or certain keywords. Um, I also have my Facebook set up to automatically anything I post on Facebook will go to Twitter. Then I don't have to worry about Twitter except for the notifications. So I don't, unless it's a, like a paid opportunity, I don't just go and post anything. Yeah. No. Um, I have a few more questions and then I got to go. So one of my last questions is, do you feel like anybody can be an influencer if they're willing to put in the work? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But most people, they think it's easy money. And, but I've known people who were putting in the work and I mean, I've had people surpass me. And I'm like, I help them, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, but yeah, absolutely. No. Anybody can do it. You just have to be willing to learn and put the time into it. Awesome. Cool. Um, do you read a lot? I mean, I'm sure you're super busy. <laughs> so I don't read books, but I'm always reading on online and I, I, I don't know. I, I do read books. I love yeah. books. I just don't have time. Um, so who's your like blogger? Like, Oh man, I love this person. I would recommend them to anybody. Gosh. This is, this is probably bad, but I don't, I don't have a go-to. So all my reading and learning comes from what other people share. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, like if the title catches my eye as I'm scrolling past Facebook, that's enough, you know, like, um, or if I Google, like, uh, you know, I needed to learn how to set up a specific plugin. Hey, Google, help me out here. And whatever the first blog, you know, so search engine, <laughs> whatever the first blog that's the most helpful. Um, or if I have a question like SEO, um, I just blogger groups, um, you know, you find who's the best. So everybody can claim to be a guru and, but you gotta, you gotta find the few that you know you can trust. I guess yeah. it's like everybody's an expert, but not everybody is an expert. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and for me, that was just trial and error. Like, I, you know, even watching videos—that's how I learned about SEO, <laughs> and then just reading more articles about it. And I was like, oh, okay, I can do this, but. I took an hour and I watched a video of how to use the Yoast plugin, which is the main basis of search engine traffic for WordPress. And that's it. I knew how to do it. I mean, it was just an hour of time of watching somebody, another blogger show people how to use it. So, yeah. 
Um, and do you have a lot of this stuff on your own site as well? Um, yes, I have some. <laughs> uh, I, do, I have an article about So You Want to Make Money Blogging because that was the most questions that I got was, I want to blog and make money and become rich. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, I can give you some steps to get to put in the work. So, yeah. and I do have some other blogging tips, um, lots of Facebook blogger group recommendations, stuff like that. But some of them are old and not as relevant anymore. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, um, look, thank you so much for the sitting down with us and talking with us. I think that the that your experience as a client in therapy and then also as someone who's influencing in this space, which I think all therapists, like you said, have to be branding. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they're just not going to make it. And it's something that we don't talk about in, in our programs. Right. Um, it's so helpful for students to know. So do you have any last words? Well, just going off of that, if, if for your for therapists, I would say – to get clients, you want a website, easy navigation, profile photo, bio, and a way of contact, and and maybe asking or hiring help with some search engine, general search engine help, you should be good to go. I mean, yes, a blog would be good, and as you update, you're going to be more searchable in Google, but... Yeah. I mean, I would say those are key work on that first and then go from there with social media or anything else. Right. Well, look, thank you so much. <laughs> um, and I'll put all your information in the show notes and I just loved having you on. <laughs> I uh, enjoyed being here. <laughs> right.